Hello, everybody, and this is Peter Goldstein, founder and chief synergy officer for We Did It That Health, with another exciting workshop here for you. Uh, today, we have Nina Chantel with us, and she's going to share some really wonderful tips and secrets for Thanksgiving. She's going to show us some, something about chocolate peanut butter cups and lots of other goodies so uh just want to tell you a little bit about what we're doing uh this is part of our thrive and inspire through the holiday series we're the thrive and inspire ambassadors community and our special mission here is to support the plant-based and whole food plant-based and vegan consumers or grassroots ambassadors in our attempt to inspire the rest of the world to be vegan so everything we're doing is with the focus to empower the grassroots ambassadors and with that we bring uh, nina and with our holiday series uh the holidays have been so challenging for so many of us. So we're looking for tips and ways to make holidays more successful for all of us and perhaps find some opportunities to plant some seeds for the people we care about so they too can change their lifestyle for health, for animal justice, for climate healing, and for world hunger. So with that, here's Nina. Nina, uh, please tell everybody a little bit about your work and, and what it is you do. and and um, then show us, I think you have a wonderful video that you'd like to share with us. So go ahead, Nina. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah, I am a certified personal trainer. I'm a certified strength and fitness coach. I have a certification of fitness and nutrition, and I am a certified plant-based grassroots ambassador. And today I'm going to share, I'm going to start with a treat. So I've got these chocolate peanut butter cups they are plant-based vegan super duper healthy so you don't have to feel guilt and i'm going to show that and then we're going to go on to like all different delicious easy thanksgiving ideas and then we can talk at the end about how to get people who aren't familiar or you know maybe aren't as receptive to changing the way that they're eating some suggestions i have and then we'll just open it up to everybody else so let's go ahead and start with the the video so let me go ahead and share my content For these chocolate peanut butter cups, I am using two ripe bananas, and the riper they are, the sweeter the dessert will be. And you want to break them into very small little pieces so that it blends really well because you don't want chunks. You want it to be nice and creamy. I'm gonna blend it without the other ingredients because I don't want the cocoa powder to go all over. I am using two tablespoons plus two teaspoons of cocoa powder, and I'm going to level it off with the back of a knife. I want it nice and chocolatey. I'm using two tablespoons of creamy, unsweetened peanut butter. Peanut butter is really high in fat, but it is going to be divided amongst all these different trays so it's not going to be high in fat and you definitely want to measure your peanut butter because it's so easy to overdo it Next ingredient is alcohol-free vanilla extract. And this is in glycerin, so it gives it sweetness. And when you are not baking, you wanna make sure that your vanilla is alcohol-free. And I'm gonna use two full teaspoons. Blend again until smooth and creamy. This is how your chocolate should look. I'm just going to pour this into these silicone molds and I'm going to use three 
whole peanuts. And these are dry, roasted, salted. If you're doing a no salt diet, then use unsalted peanuts. But make sure that the peanuts are not the half pieces like this, because when I bite into it, I want a big crunch. So I'm gonna do three peanuts per mold, and it ends up being about two grams. So I have this one already done, and I have divided the peanuts so they're, now, of course, now they're moving. So I just want to kind of make them so that they are not all pressed together. So when I take a bite, no matter where I take it, I am getting a little bit of the peanut. All right, so now I'm going to gently, <laughs> carefully pour my chocolate filling. You can either do it with a spoon or I can also use this if I can do it. Sometimes this comes out a little bit quickly. And I'm just gonna go back in and fill it up so that it is completely covering the peanuts when I go in again. Oh, there's a clump. So you can actually just put this in there if you want. It, it's, it'll still taste good. This made just over two of these peanut butter cup molds. So each of these is nine. So we've, I made 20 of these peanut butter cups and now I'm gonna add coconut flakes. These are unsweetened, unsulfured coconut flakes. So this is a quarter of a teaspoon and I have a feeling I'm gonna use less than that. Let's see, oops. So one, yeah, it's less than that. So it's like, less than an eighth of a teaspoon. And normally, I just wanted to measure it out, but normally you just wanna do a little pinch, put it on top. The coconut's very high in fat, but it's so delicious. So just use a teensy bit. It is high in saturated fat, so if anyone is trying to lower their cholesterol, saturated fat intake, skip the coconut. And so I'm gonna do this for each one. And then I'm going to put it in the freezer, take a couple hours to freeze. And then you can just pop them out of these molds and you want to make sure to eat them right away because they do melt fairly quickly. I'm on. So I just took these out of the freezer. And now if you're tempted to taste the batter before it's frozen, you might say, oh my gosh, it's bitter. Did I do something wrong? No, no, no. Kind of like when you bake something where it tastes different after it's cooked, it tastes completely different after it's frozen. So it's chocolatey, it's cold, it's crunchy, and it's just the right amount of sweetness. You do taste a little bit of the banana, so if you want more of the peanut butter flavor, just add more peanut butter. And every single bite, I taste the peanuts and I'll put the ingredients and how to and the notes. So it's only 37 calories for, for each one. So way less calories than a typical peanut butter cup. And you'll notice that my recipes, they have no oil and no sugar, uh, no flour. So um, now I'm looking for, there we go. Let's go into the presentation. So, all right. So we are talking about, it's, you know, there's so many 
vegan dishes online, but what about low fat? So these dishes are low fat, plant-based and plant-based doesn't necessarily mean vegan. Uh, so I like to also say plant-based vegan Thanksgiving, but people who aren't vegan, they're not really receptive to the word vegan. So you can just say plant-based, but Thanksgiving is one of these traditional holidays. And for a lot of people, tradition means eating the same foods year after year. And they're not, not as open to changing their traditional foods. But that's what we're here today to see if we can get people to make those changes. Even if it's incremental, every little bit will help. So what, you gotta start with a salad, right? It's like the healthiest thing in the world to eat. So this salad that I used to make was one of my favorites, but it was, it was pan fried and a bunch of oil and it was just a big mess. So I've been transforming recipes since I was, my mom said I was 10. She said she put me in the kitchen when I was 10. So <laughs> I've been uh, cooking for almost, pretty much my entire life. So this is really easy and this is wonderful and you can make this anytime. So all you do is you, you have arugula, so you make an arugula salad and then I take acorn squash and then I just roast it and then I just slice it, put it on the salad. I add pomegranate seeds. Now, pomegranates are really messy if you ever made it. It'll stay in your hands, it'll be a big mess. So I just get the pomegranate seeds that are frozen and then the night before, I just put it in a little container in my fridge. The next day, they're defrosted. And pomegranate seeds, they're like tart and crunchy because it's a seed with a little bit of sweetness. It's really wonderful. And then I sprinkle pumpkin seeds on top. And then on top of that, a little bit of balsamic vinegar. And I get the oil-free balsamic vinegar. So it's just pure balsamic from grapes. And on my blog, which is realdiethelp.com, which I have all sorts of vegan recipes on there, on the right-hand column, you can click on oil-free balsamics and it'll take you directly to this one site that has all their dressings are oil-free. So great introduction. Heck, you could just have this for the whole meal. <laughs> so a lot of people for Thanksgiving, it's all about the turkey. And you know what's interesting is most people don't even like turkey. I mean, it's dry, stringy, it's, it takes forever, it's a lot of prep, it's messy. And the only thing that's good about it is really the, the cranberry sauce and you know the, the gravy. But you know, people they want their Thanksgiving. So I actually made these strips. I actually like making little strips. That is from tofu. So, I mean, you can always buy tofurkey, which is processed, and I don't know what's in it. They can have all sorts of funky ingredients, but this is very simple. All I did was I got firm tofu, and you can always get extra firm, which might even be better. So I drained out the liquid, and I pressed it. So there's two different types of tofu presses, whichever one you want. And then all I did was, so I just got as much liquid as I could out. I sliced it into these little strips, and then you can put poultry seasoning or adobo seasoning on there, and you just bake it and you just flip it and you add coconut amino, so that's your salty element. I don't like using salt, it's just too much sodium. I like a coconut aminos because it gives it more of that briny flavor. So that's just an option. So the gravy is typically made with the drippings from the turkey and people also add butter. Oh, I used to add margarine, which is not good either. But instead, what you can do is you just, just make a mushroom gravy. Just, you can put it in, the, um, in a saucepan, just put a bunch of mushrooms, coconut aminos. You can do your garlic, your spices. And then you thicken it up with a little cornstarch with water and you just, that's how you can thicken it. So that's a good option. Uh, but the thing about turkey is it's, it's a bird and we don't wanna eat birds, especially because if you look back at history, they, they, they still, um, they, have, they contain bacteria and viruses, not to mention cholesterol and saturated fat and, 
So they, they carry and transmit influenza, also known as flu. So the 1918 flu pandemic, it came from birds typically. And so it typically comes from chickens, but it can come from birds. And so, yeah, and that pandemic killed between 50 and up to 100 million people. And the flu influenza is the most dangerous type of virus there is. And the next one might be coming. So we really should not be eating birds. No one, even even meat eaters, should no. We shouldn't be handling them. We should just be adoring them and their chirping sounds. But just uh, just had to put that out there. All right. So mashed potatoes. So we've been making dairy-free mashed potatoes my whole life, and because I'm allergic to dairy, so I've never eaten dairy. And then when I have had dairy, it was because it was accidentally put into my food, and I got very very sick. So I've been making, we've been making my whole family mashed potatoes with vegetable stock. And so we just, you know, boil it, mash it, and then you can, you can um, mix it up. And then you can take a whole, a whole head of garlic and you just roast it. And that has a really wonderful, like buttery flavor to it. And you just blend that in there with your vegetable stock. And you can add, you know, uh, your favorite seasonings, and then you have a wonderful, healthy mashed potatoes. And then you can eat more of it because there's no fat, so no guilt and <laughs> no weight gain. Or a lot of people make like oven roasted potatoes, and I have a no oil uh, roasted potato recipe on my channel, my YouTube channel. If you want to check that out, I have step by step how we make it, and it has other vegetables, and I've got onions and red bell peppers in there. And so basically what we do is we just sprinkle a little bit of water on the potatoes for moisture, and then we just keep stirring it and moving it around. So it's really not much extra work. And oh, in case you're wondering, my YouTube channel is Nina's Nutrition and Exercise Videos. So some people eat macaroni and cheese, as well as a side dish with all the other foods. And I've been a lot of the mac and cheese vegan ones on the internet and the ones I've tried in the past had so much oil in it and I didn't even want to make it. So I kind of played around with it in the kitchen and I made my own and yeah, no oil. And the main ingredients are potatoes and carrots. So that is in my book, The High Five Diet, which I showcase right here. Corn, some people like corn on, uh, for Thanksgiving and they put butter in it. And I just think that I tried it once with a little bit of margarine and I thought, ew, that just ruins it. So do not butter your corn, don't, don't salt it. Takes away the wonderful flavor of the corn and the best tasting corn is the petite white corn. You can get that in your freezer section and it's super easy, you just open the bag you know, rinse it with some water and you're done. So there is, okay, so we talk about um, stuffing, uh, bread stuffing. So the one thing you wanna do is not all bread is vegan. They will have eggs, some have butter on top and some have dairy in it as well. So you wanna look for uh, a vegan bread and some of them have, are oil-free, so you can just search for that. And we make our own, so we'll do different types, we'll do uh, two different types of bread, and then we just put a little bit of vegetable stock, and, and that's about it. So it's really very simple. You can add your, your garlic, sprinkle garlic on that as well. So for what you could also do is for people who they may not want to completely try a new recipe, so an option is if, if just to swap out certain items. So, so another item people like to serve for Thanksgiving are green, uh, it's a green bean casserole with fried onions. So instead of frying the onions, you can season them with, with maybe like an almond milk and seasoned breadcrumbs, and you can put them in an air fryer. So no oil, 
and it'll be nice and crispy. And so the other thing is, okay, so instead of milk, you can always do plain almond or hemp milk, wonderful choices. I make my own hemp milk, which is really easy. All I do is I add water and hemp seeds. I put them in my Vitamix, just a big blender. And then I blend that and then I get one of those cheesecloths. And then I just drain out the wonderful fresh milk, the vegan milk. And then I use that. I do not like the plant-based milks and the, and the stores because they have synthetic vitamins, they've got flavorings, preservatives, they've got some of the has sugar in it. So I just make my own, but you don't have to, if you don't want to, you can always just find a, a sugar-free organic um, uh, milk that's um, vegan as well. So if there are recipes that ask for cream, coconut milk is a really nice option instead of a cream. Instead of soy sauce, which I find way too salty, I use coconut aminos and that has kind of a Hawaiian flair, a little bit of sweetness, which is good because then you have, you don't have to add the sugar a lot of time. And then instead of yogurt, coconut yogurt is really delicious. So it tastes, it tastes the same, sometimes even better. Instead of Parmesan cheese, you can go and every store now has nutritional yeast. And they, some of them have seasoned nutritional yeast, which is so delicious. I can literally eat that with a spoon. Okay, so there is a recipe. I haven't tried this yet, but it sounds really good. So this is from Dr. McDougall and you can find his sugar-free cranberry persimmon relish off his website. And I believe it's just mcdougall.com. And these are the ingredients. It's whole cranberries, ripe fuju persimmons. And these persimmons, they are only around usually November, December, maybe a few in January. So get them now. They look like little pumpkins and you peel the outside and then you can cut them into little pieces. Now they should be a little bit soft. The softer they are, the sweeter they are. They are the sweetest fruit I've ever eaten. It is so delicious. And that's what will, will counteract the sour from the cranberries. He also has two tangerines, an apple, cinnamon, and nutmeg. And, and super easy. So that is a wonderful option for the relish instead of sugar. Because sugar is not healthy either. So instead of pecan pie, I'm telling people, try my pecan pie alternative. And these are, I named these pecan pie cookie bites. And the main ingredients are pecans, I've got dates, and I've got cinnamon. Those are the main ingredients. And I just kind of mashed them all together and they're, a, they're so delicious. And that one is available in my cookbook called Slimming Dairy-Free Desserts and Smoothies. And this book I revamped. So it's everything is vegan now, but they wouldn't let me change the title. So I couldn't change it to plant-based, but everything in there is vegan. And instead of pumpkin pie, which people don't, like, seems like half the people like it and half the people don't. It's so heavy and, and sugar and fat. So these are really wonderful I made. These are mashed, I did mashed sweet potatoes and I put coconut flakes in there and I, I put one little uh, pecan right in the middle. And then I made it really pretty by putting, just putting in the little cupcakes. And the recipe in that is in my book, but it's only a couple ingredients. So I try to make things really simple low fat, and it's gotta be delicious. So you've got the recipes, but the hardest part of all is getting people to make the change and be receptive. So the first thing I suggest is just tell the truth. For you, you tell the truth. If you're asking somebody to make these changes, you have to tell them why you think this is important. And Put it in such a way where it's, it's to benefit you, not to benefit them. Like you're not trying to tell them what to do. You're saying, I, I need this for me. And so for me, it was because I have a dairy allergy and I cannot, I cannot eat these foods that how people typically make it because it will little, literally make me sick. It'll make me go into anaphylactic shock. And so whatever 
the reason for you is maybe it will be because your cholesterol will go up, which we know is true. You know, you can't have the oil, the sugar, the, the uh, saturated animal fats because it will raise your cholesterol. If you have diabetes, that will impair your blood sugar. It would be because it doesn't make you feel good. And so it just makes sure that you're, you're being very truthful. And then who's the person that you're talking to? So if I'm having a conversation with my mom versus a conversation with my neighbor, it's going to be a completely different conversation. So you have to, to really narrow it down to figure out who it is that you're speaking to. Talk to them first, and then, then you can really customize that, that conversation. Are they partial to, to making changes, or are they completely closed-minded? So keep that in mind. Who is cooking? Now, some people don't even cook. Some people just go to different, the market, and they just pick up stuff, and then it's heat the day up. So in that situation, that might be really tough because they, they might not have those alternatives. But if they are picking something up, maybe you can bring something. Is that possibly an option? Bring your favorite dish. So, um, and then what I've done, I've brought my own. So either for many years, I would have people come to my house that I could make things my way. And then I was in complete control of everything. Uh, so that was helpful. But sometimes uh, people wanted, wanted me to come to their place. Or I was going to be out of town and going to their home in another, another part of the state or a different state. So when I was going to, if I was going to someone's house and it was nearby and I knew there was going to be nothing for me to eat, I would bring the entire, my entire meal and I would put, it, put a little sack lunch and I would just um, let them know ahead of time I'm going to bring my meal because I can't risk getting sick. And, you know, I'm sure their meal is wonderful. And I would put it in the microwave and then I just put everything together in a plate. And what people would always look at my plate and go, yours doesn't match. What are you eating? And they, it would open up the conversation when people were always interested in what I was eating and they wanted some of mine. So I would always bring a little extra because so people could try it. And then for people who I was going to their house and I was in a different state, I would tell them ahead of time, is there something that you can make that I can, that I can eat? And so what they usually did is, you know, they, people, if they like you, they'll be accommodating. And so they would say, oh, you know, well, we were going to make it this way, but for you, we'll, 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 We'll change this ingredient or we'll make something for you. So that's just, uh, yeah, just uh, some of my thoughts. So I'll get out of the screen. And then if anyone has Q&A questions, questions, I'll, we'll answer them. So let me get out of here. So, did I do good? You did, did good? great. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's, that's just amazing. Uh, Opening conversations, that's such a good thing to do. And you have some wonderful treats there and great ideas for, for a meal. Uh, what were, have you had an opportunity to actually inspire somebody and open some great conversations at, at Thanksgiving dinners? Could you share some of your stories? Uh, let's see, well, you know, I haven't, I haven't gone out for Thanksgiving for a couple of years now. Oh, that's, but, yeah. yeah, but for, for gosh, I'd say for the past 10 years, maybe even longer, I've been making all the meals. And the only time that I went was the one where I would share the discussion with her. Uh, before that, I would make, bring my own. But for, for other people, like I, when I make something really yummy, I'll, I'll bring it to, I'll go text my neighbor and I'll say, I want that. I just made this. You want to try it? And so, so my neighbors are now like, they're much more open to it because they realize how delicious the food can be. And I even just brought, had brought my neighbors some frozen grapes. And she's like, what is this? I said, it's nature's candy. And she's like, what? And so she's like, like, she said she couldn't believe it was like frozen grapes because it tasted completely different. But yeah, uh, yeah just introducing people to things they've never tried before. Uh, 
And then, so I've got my mom is 95% vegan now. She's off yeah. her medications. I'm, I'm trying to That's push her to be a hundred, but she's 80. So, but I, I think I'll get her there. Um, and then um, her boyfriend who's Italian. So he's much more open to it now. So I got him to read the China study, which is very persuasive and something that I really wish every doctor would, would read. But uh, yeah, I've gotten other people at least to be more open to eating more plant foods and cutting back on the, on the, you know, the meat and the dairy. And the dairy is of course the worst for health. So I'm, yeah. The dairy and the cheese, yeah. Yeah, so, so many things, the additives, the, the hormones, the antibiotics, all of that. Well, good job. Um, did you, uh, do you have a, you published a book, cookbook. Can you talk a little more about that? Yeah. So I've got, I've published actually four books. So this one is called The High Five Diet. And the one in 2016, wearing blue, don't buy that one. That one's dated. This one is all vegan. This shares my story of how I was born with food allergies and dairy really did a number of my system and just my meat eating diet just made me more susceptible to disease. I got more uh, autoimmune conditions and just talked about how plant-based diet literally saved me from amputation. So I, I probably, if I didn't change my diet, I probably wouldn't have my fingers and toes right now, or I might not even be here. So it's, you know, what drives me nuts too is, you know, people don't make changes until they're sick. And I'm trying to get people to understand that you may feel good now, but if you got a blood test, you'll realize you're not doing so good. If your blood sugar is even borderline, you're not doing good. If your HDL is not for your HDL, even if your HDL is high, that's still fat. The LDL, that's high. You're not doing well. So people will say, I'm on medication. If you're on medication, you're not doing well. So you need to do this now. Like Dr. John McDougall had a heart attack at age 18. So this starts the moment you swallow whatever it is that's dairy, animal product, you oils. So those three are the worst. So you, the moment you start eating those, the moment your health declines, so it's really important that people don't wait till you're sick. That's so much harder to reverse your condition is to do this now. So I talk about why it's really important. And I get facts. I've got tons of resources and studies that I, that I quoted from here. And then originally when I was diagnosed with diabetes, I tried a, a raw diet. And so I, I love the, the raw of uh, the desserts. So it's basically, you just take fruits and vegetables and you add nuts and, and just find wonderful combinations. And so it's, so I've got that in here. Now these aren't uh, low fat, but they are, they're all vegan and they're super delicious. I even have a fudge, yeah, healthy fudge. I know it's totally crazy. And then for people, I actually created a, a food diary for people to become vegan. So what I do is I grade them. So the more dairy and meat and animal stuff you eat, the more your grade drops and the more, because the more your health will drop. So there's a system here and I go over it in the, in the book. And that way, every day you, you write down what you're eating and then you just go to the scoring system. And then, so then people can log in their score. So if you get a five, you get an A. So that means you ate and then there's there's ways to increase your scores like exercise that's really part of it too you gotta move we're meant to move so this will help everybody eat more plants and be healthier and understand the process oh beautiful that that sounds really great everybody should be using a diary and and grading ourselves so so that we can keep improving our diet yeah, it's it's amazing. I, I remember I, I've heard of the study. They do autopsies of, of the young soldiers that die in action. Um, 
the army does that and they do autopsies and the studies show that most of them are are already showing the beginnings of of art artery disease so um, it starts early and you know it's amazing that i think most of us just think that we're not sick until the doctor declares us to be sick but the fact is that things things do keep building up and keep wearing down and and to just wait for a doctor to declare somebody to be ill is is really waiting way too long right i think i heard that cancers could be in your body for 15 to 20 years before it shows up. And, and yeah, a plant-based diet has been able, a vegan plant-based diet has been able to reverse it. That and heart disease and type two diabetes, it's, it's the miracle foods. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. And sometimes I think that when we tell people about it, they, they think it's too good to be true. So it must not be. And, and it is, it's really simple. And it's an incredible truth, isn't it? Yeah, and you know, everywhere I go, people are always asking me, like, you know, about diet because I'm for my, you know, for my age, and you know, how the heck am I thin? You know, I don't run marathons, and I will never run one. It's not necessary. You don't need to run a marathon to be thin or healthy. Uh, but yeah, and so people are always asking me, like, nurse, whenever I sit, get my blood drawn, they're like, what do you eat? And and it strikes up a conversation and. And so it's like every day I go out, I'm speaking to somebody about the benefits of, of plants and people are much more receptive than they used to be. That's great news. That's really wonderful. And that's what we need. We need people to be even more receptive and, and make that shift and start changing their diet. Yeah, For what sure. I've found is that when I you don't want to tell someone you should do this, it's so right. tempting. It's like, because you really, you get really, I for me, it's like, I get really upset because, you know, it's hurting the environment, it's hurting them. I want people to be healthy and, and I, 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 it just ruins our air quality and the water. But yeah, so I, I've got to basically start with, this is how it helped me. And this is how it helped this other person I know. And then this doctor, if I mentioned a doctor's knee, you know, that adds more clout. And then people really need, they, the, a lot of people are visual. So I show them my before and after photos and that seems to have um, a better, a better effect on, on um, them making changes too. Well, that, that's wonderful. It sounds like you, you have a strategy that, that you're ready with. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, trying to try different strategies and some will work for some people and some will work better for others. And some people, you just got to like say a little bit and then back off. And some people you can share every time you talk to them. And I mean, I told this one gal, you know, how dairy increases IGF-1 and it can grow cancer cells. And she yelled at me and cussed at me. And uh, I was like, whoa. You know, because, you know, I know she's not mad at me. What she was probably thinking was, if this is true, how dare these doctors not tell us this? So, and she wasn't, she wasn't mad at me, but uh, yeah, but so, yeah. So some people, you just got to figure out the best tactic and some people it's never going to work. So just be the best advocate just by looking the part and acting the part. And it's like for someone who says I'm vegan and then eats some animal chicken once in a while, don't call yourself a vegan, please. That's that, that doesn't do us justice that, I mean, you look like a liar. So if, if you do eat a little bit, just call yourself, I'm just say I'm plant-based to say that, but it's like, why would you eat a little bit of poison? It's like a crack addict. You, you, you can't have a little bit of crack. You can't have a little bit of, of a, can't smoke a little bit of a cigarette. An alcoholic can't have a little bit of a drink. We shouldn't be eating anything toxic when there's so many wonderful alternatives that make us healthier and so sicker. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, well, well put. It just, 
be be as clean and as 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 healthy as possible and every bit of it counts and and it builds up and i know for myself i my cholesterol and triglycerides were off the charts and and i i've lost 50 pounds and my blood work got to be healthy and it's i feel so great i mean i it's it's absolutely the thing to do and um Get, getting others, inspiring others, is is my passion, and as as is yours. And um, yeah, it's it's just silly. We need to have a, a, a happy, healthy world. It's enough of this disease and, and diseases, and and all all the costs, the economic burdens, the pain, the pain and suffering, and it's all so avoidable. Yeah, and people say, oh, well, you have good genes. It's like, let me tell you about my history. I have terrible genes. My family has terrible genes. Like I was not born with good genes. Like I was, I was sick when I was born. So yeah, and our genes don't determine our destiny. It's what turns on those genes. It's the, it's the food. It's the lifestyle. It's the drinking. It's the lack of sleep. It's the party. That's what makes us sick. It's not our genes. So even if you are whatever genes you were born with, doesn't mean you have to be sick. That's really determined up to up to us. And what's for these ladies out there who want plastic surgery, you don't need it because if you do a healthy diet, this, the, um, your body will heal itself at a cellular level and your skin is the last thing your, your body repairs because it's the least important. So you start eating clean, it cleans up the inside and then eventually you will be seeing the, the, better skin. When I stopped eating sugar, I, I stopped getting the joint pain and then the wrinkles around my eyes disappeared. And, and so now as I'm eating cleaner, my skin's even better. I'm not even wearing any foundation and, or blush. I'm over 50. So yeah, so it, it has so many benefits this this diet. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, Time for more people to know about it and really time for the doctors to be telling the truth about, about all this for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's unfortunate the doctor, a lot of the doctors not open to it and uh, because they haven't heard it because, you know, pharmaceutical companies don't want people to know about this because then they're not, everyone's going to be too well and won't be taking their drugs. Yes, they, they do have... Conflict of interest, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So tell us a little more about, about your offerings and how you work with people. So I I work with people to to train them. So I'm a personal trainer. So we start with you know exercise and I customize it per person. So uh my uh, working with one gal, she's in her 30s, and my oldest is 80. So obviously the one who's in her 30s is not the same one. And the funny thing is I have this other gal, she's 60. Her workout is harder than the, the girl in her 30s because I've been training with her for years. And so I help people with the the you know the mobility and you know the strength. And then of course I'm gonna throw in little tidbits about you know health and nutrition and everybody wants to lose weight. But here's the thing that a lot of trainers won't tell people is exercise is most likely not going to re result in weight loss. Uh, maybe a couple pounds if you're very, very consistent. But a lot of times exercise will make people hungrier. So they're going to eat more. But uh, if you eat the way you and I eat, it doesn't matter how much we eat because we don't eat a lot of fat. We eat just plants. And so we can eat big portions, which, which I love. But yeah, I help people uh, with the strength and it's really important to move because what happens is we end up with pain. And then if you, if you stop moving so much, then it's going to be really hard to, uh, to regain that strength. And so, you know, I, I got in my early forties, I ended up with frozen shoulder called adhesive capsulitis. That's something that senior citizens get. And I can tell you that's from my diet. It was from the hormones, excessive hormones can, can ha have a problem with that from 
having calcium pills when I should have just been eating salads. I think all those things contributed to it. And I had it in both my, my shoulders. And so, I mean, I couldn't lift my arms higher than this. Wow. It was horrible. So yeah, your diet can play a role in, in so many things. So now that I've had so many injuries, <laughs> I know how to help other people with, with their injuries. And, you know, I found that I was working with this, this one gal. And even if she sometimes missed her training sessions, she still went on her bike every single day. And she did not lose very much strength, even when she took a couple of weeks off. But the people who sit, even if they train with me twice a week, they're not, they're st they can still decline because they're, they're not, their body's like, okay, I don't need these muscles. I'll just, you know, then you, your muscles deteriorate. So it's super important. And not just walking, you got to squat because when you walk, you're just going forward. You got to work everything. So I try to help people understand that if you're not going to be uh, training with me, at, you know, at least twice a week, then you got to do stuff on your own. Yeah. And the pain, you know, you get pain, you get injury, you get injured, you know, it's just, it's just this downward spiral. So it's, it's really sad and it's, you don't need to do too much. So yeah. And I help people, um, with uh, the weight loss part of it, the nutrition aspect, uh, motivation. You know, people want to want to just you know chat with me for motivation. You know, that's an option. I love I love learning about people too. And um, I had an interview with a clinical psychologist about mindset and how people are. Some people are open minded and some people are closed minded about changes to their diet. And so that's on my YouTube channel. People can watch that. And uh, that was really, um, I thought I learned some new stuff on there. So, I, you know, I, I read a lot. And then I found, I have another, another um, psychiatrist that's going to be on, uh, I don't know when, I wait for his schedule. So he has some, some, some new thoughts. So I'm going to, um, that's gonna be good. So, yeah. That sounds wonderful. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm going to go look for those videos on your on your YouTube channel, which is Nina's Nutrition and Exercise videos. Uh, yeah. So videos. there's only there's only one for the um, how to change your mindset, and you'll see a bunch of little little pictures of food on the ground on the bottom. The other the other one hasn't been um, the other interview hasn't I haven't done it yet, but yeah, that's that's coming. Lots of good stuff. Oh, and I made. I've made, been working in the kitchen on these, these oat breads. So I've got a banana oat bread I've got one with blueberries, one I made into a carrot cake, and I've got, oh, what's the other one? Apple. Um, oh, yeah. They're, uh, oh, I did pineapple this morning. And I've already nice. eaten almost half of it. But <laughs> the, the whole loaf is under 1,000 calories. Because I, you know, I, I just got rid of the nuts and I've got, you know, no eggs. It's just, it's oats, it's bananas. Um, I've got fruit. And then I didn't even put any salt in it. I do have baking soda and baking uh, powder to, but yeah, and it's amazing. So I'm going to have those on my uh, channel too. That's beautiful. I think maybe I, I learned to make it and have it for breakfast instead of my oatmeal. Yeah, it sounds like basically oats. I was, you know, when I make my oatmeal, it's just water, you know, oats. I put a banana in there. I'm like, it's the same thing. And now I don't have to clean the pot. Beautiful. All right. Well, we're running out of time here. So I'd, I'd love to invite everybody back. Nina is going to be our special guest at the same time for the next uh, four more Mondays. So it's a regular thing Monday at two o'clock Eastern. And looking forward to hearing more from you. And thank you so very much. Would you like to tell people, give them a little sneak peek at what's coming next? Uh, do oh, you have sure. that with you? Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. So I have to look at my notes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Okay. So...
Okay, so next episode, this uh, I'm going to call this next one, episode three, baked apples with banana cream sauce. And I'm going to talk about how to get others to try vegan holiday treats. And then if there's any questions, wonderful. The next one, I'm going to make a berry crumble granola recipe, no sugar, and how we're going to talk about how to go vegan over the holidays. And the next one is oil-free, sugar-free, sweet and spicy popcorn, and how to influence by looking and acting as a vegan role model. And then I have some ideas for other ones, such as weight loss uh, on a on a, a plant-based diet, and the other one talking about diabetes. Beautiful. Well, thank you very much, and. Uh, everybody, please uh, comment and send us your questions, and we'll look to address your questions next week or and the weeks after. And uh, please reach out to us and, and watch us on YouTube. This will be all available, recorded on YouTube, and of course, on our Facebook page. So everybody, thank you so much for joining us. And Nina, thank you so much. This is so, so inspirational. It's, it's so many yummy yummy things to have that are really healthy and clean and appreciate you sharing them thank you for having me well thank you nina and namaste vegan yes i love that and um so and, and <laughs> look forward to seeing you next week and everybody else please join us uh, next week for another episode with nina chantel so thank you bye everybody uh